Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jalen is a premier player. Jalen Johnson. Johnson knocked it out. Jalen Johnson with the Charles Tillman-style peanut punch. He's definitely balling, man. Starting cornerback for your Chicago Bears. We be busting him. Takes you inside the locker room after every Bears game. Broken up by Jalen Johnson over the middle. And Johnson is having a day at cornerback. You don't hear Jalen Johnson's name mentioned with the best corners in football, but there are a lot of reasons to think that you should, and today's another example of that. Jalen Johnson with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody filling in for Parkinson Spiegel today. Happy New Year, everybody. Bears fall to the Detroit Lions 41-10. to But still hanging out with us today on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Jalen Johnson. Jalen, last time we were talking to you, you were on your way to the Rockets game to watch your boy play. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. He did his thing. Did <laughs> yeah, his thing. trust me, I know. I, was, I, bet, I bet on that game. I lost, Jalen. <laughs> I lost because your boy went crazy right there. Uh, Jalen, let me start off asking you this, man. Have you ever been in a situation in your career where you've had to calm down a teammate or where you've been the teammate that allowed your frustration to boil over? 100% to both. Yeah, no question, no question. I mean, I feel like that's part of the – that's part of the sport. And I feel like, I mean, I feel like there's almost not any time where that doesn't happen. I mean, there's times where it's done at practice. There's times where it's done in the game. There's times where it may be in a meeting room. But I feel like with guys who are fierce competitors and people who have pride in doing in playing at a certain level or just have a certain expectation for things, I feel like that's natural for for that for that to happen. I mean, you see it all the time. Guys in the NBA go at it with their own teammates and things like that. I mean, it's just – People just want to win. People just want to do things the right way. People just have a certain expectation for things. And I feel like that that at times that comes out. I mean, whether you got to calm somebody down or whether you have to be calmed down, I feel like that's that's natural for for things like that to happen. Now, if that's happening every week, now there's a bigger problem in that. But, I mean, I feel like for that to pop off here and there, I don't think that – for me personally as a player or – being like a part of a team, I don't think that's the issue. I feel like that just shows that people care. Um, and to have just, like I said, have a certain standard for things. Jaden Dory, man, I, I yell when I'm playing Monopoly, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it's like I'm always worked up <laughs> with these kinds of things. Yeah, man, and I, th- I think it's, Jalen, I think it's such a great point, too, that if in if you're a multiple offender and you're always creating chaos, whether it's in the locker room or on the sideline, then it's a problem. But 
When when I heard that Chase Claypool was frustrated yesterday, I was like, damn right you're frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. And if there was a day in which somebody was going to kind of sound off on the sideline, wasn't yesterday sort of excusable in that regard? And are you surprised there wasn't more guys kind of talking out about the performance yesterday? Because your defense, and I know you didn't play, did give up 504 yards yesterday. Right. I mean, honestly, it's hard for me to tell without being there. Um, I mean, I was I was watching the game on TV, so, I mean, I wasn't able to kind of get a good feel for how things were going, the the vibe and the mojo. But I can definitely see, I mean, knowing my teammates, knowing the guys, just kind of seeing some of the – facing some of the body language from um, some guys after certain things will go on, you can definitely tell there was a level of frustration. Um, but, I mean, for me personally, I can't – really speak on the situation too much because I mean I was watching and I seen the same perspective that everybody else seen on TV um and then as far as today or in the building and things like that that's not something I'm just going around trying to get information on I mean it is what it is things happen and I mean we got to move on I mean we still have another week together um and I mean I just feel like we just got to move forward from that I don't think that's something that anybody is taking too much or thinking too much into or anything like that I mean it happened it is what it is and everybody just Moving on. All right, so Jalen Johnson, when you are watching the game on television, as you said, what's your reaction when you see Cole Komet sneak behind center and then pitch the football to Justin Fields, who runs at 21 yards? I mean, for me, honestly, it's different because, I mean, I've seen him doing it in practice. Yeah. So it's, like, it's one of those things that's, that's practicing. You're like, okay. Yeah, are you guys really going to do this? The game saw me when <laughs> so he got under there. I was like, okay, they're really they're doing this. it. They're actually yeah, they're doing so, this play. They're doing but the I mean, thing. I feel like it's really it's really creative. I feel like it just gives Agreed. you another way to to get them the ball on the end instead of just catching it and letting people pull it and you just run behind them. But it's like you give them a pitch, and I feel like that's something where you don't know is it a sneak? Like what is he doing? I mean, most of the time, tight ends get under center like that, and it's been a, a sneak. So, I mean, just them doing that and pitching it out to him, and everybody blocked it well. I've seen David make a good block. Uh, I think Braxton made a very good block on that play as well. So, I mean, I thought they all executed a um, little of that, that trickery to the best of their ability, and then Justin had a long run. We're talking to Jalen Johnson here on 670. The score, Gabe and Grody filling in for Parkins and Spiegel. So, in, in a situation like that, I mean, you, you mentioned Jalen. You've seen it in practice. Are you, are you licking your chops in that moment, or are you like, oh, damn, Justin got a full head of steam? In my own offense or defense? No, no, no. Deep, like if you you said you saw it in practice, so obviously you know you being on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I mean, it's I mean in practice, of course we can't. We're not going to touch the quarterback, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> so I mean, just I mean, just seeing them execute. I mean, there's not any any anything to it too much. I mean, really, just them going through it. And I mean, I feel like it's something more so that has to be executed in the game. I mean, everybody's just going to let them do their job. Nobody's going to try to do anything extra to stop the play really from being made. So, I mean, I thought like that's more of a, of a game game situation. Jalen, I'm like, I'm like Justin Fields where I have a lot of faith in Chase Claypool. And I think he can be a huge asset to this team and, you know, sticking with practice. I mean, obviously, you know, you've had the opportunity to go up against Chase. What are some, some positive things you could say about Mr. Claypool? Um, I definitely think that he's somebody that can cause some matchups just physically, just off his physical talent. I know he can definitely go get the deep ball. I think that's one of his stronger suits is throwing him, throwing him up the ball. Um, I think he makes some very good contested catches, some big body catches. Um, and I find that's something he's displayed in college and throughout the league since he's been in the league. So I think that's definitely 
something that's good for him. I know he's a big body, of course, catching the ball across the middle, being able to make some of those catches um, across the middle versus some of the smaller receivers don't like doing that type of dirty work. Um, but, I mean, just honestly, I feel like even this weekend, I feel like I can, I can appreciate as a player and as a teammate um, that he's competitive, that he cares. He's just not here just to be here. He's here and he wants – and he, he's a competitor. He wants to win. He wants things to be a certain way. So, I mean, that – for me as a team, that's something I can respect, and he's just not somebody that's going through the motions. But um, so, so far, I mean, those are my only two things. I feel like it's a little different kind of at this point in the season when we got him and going up against the offense and things like that. It's not as intense, I feel like, as it would be in in uh, camp and things like that. So, I mean, I'll have a better feel, I feel like, moving forward for me personally going against him. Uh, I know we went against him last year, but I don't want to judge a man based on what he did last year and things like that. I feel like he's improved his game. But um, those are just some of the positives I can see from practice and in the game. Jalen, obviously you guys are going to be dealing with, the. I think, this version of the Detroit line. I'll talk about it from an offense, the Detroit Lions offense and your defense dealing with the Lions, uh, that there are some characters on that offense that you guys will probably be dealing with for the next three, four, five years or so. Jared Goff has something good going on. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I'm sure it's probably moving up your power rankings, Jalen, and guys that you'll look forward moving to. Moving up my power ranking in terms of what? In terms of, of wide receivers that you want to cover, right? Because you've got a list, right, of, of guys that when you go into a season that you most want to face. Am I wrong about that? I mean, I wouldn't just say he's just moving up on my list. I feel like my list is my list, and I feel like it's a very short list. Okay. I don't think anybody can just add. I like the shade. I like the shade. I like the shade. You didn't like me frivolously, carelessly yeah, just nah, adding a guy. Don't throw a guy right. That's what you think. That's oh, not what I think. wow. Jalen Oh, so I'm on Ross St. Brown's not ready to be on your list yet. No, nah, I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> saying I have my own personal. <laughs> okay. He's not the one on my list. That's can, all I'm saying. Can you share can you share the list with us, Jalen? I mean, we only got a couple more appearances this year. Can you share your list with us? And I know it could be refreshed. Um, can I share my list? Yeah. I mean, sure. I feel like it's really the top the top guys. I can say um, a lot of people. Um, I guess you always say Justin. You always say Devontae Adams, uh-huh. Stephon Diggs. Um, who was Tariq Hill, Daniel Water? Those those were start, well. Those are some top guys. Who else? I look forward to. I want to say Keelan Allen. He's really good. I want to guard him. Um, who else is there? Who else is there? Come on, Ross St. Brown. No. Oh, no. Um, not there yet. AJ not Brown yet. was on that list. AJ, AJ Brown, Brown was on that list. Terry, yeah. Terry McLaurin was on that list. Oh, yeah. Washington. Devontae Adams, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. I already said him. He's always he's always on there. Tyreek Hill's got to be the king of that list, though. Um, no? Not Tyreek I mean, Hill? it seems like you, try, you used to want to make my list more than I want to make the list. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be a, a cornerback in his previous life, uh, yeah. Jalen. He's, he's thinking yeah, nah, about guys. I, I, everybody say that. That ain't that ain't true. <laughs> no, that's not. Hey, I used to do a podcast DB, DB's about These are the most disliked position. Yeah, because you because you because the league right, and I've I've heard you talk about that before with Parkinson Spiegel about how people don't I don't even know even uh, even though I'm on the sideline we don't all know the intricacies of the of the why of what went wrong on an individual play they could say oh Jalen Johnson missed that play well you know in your head uh, Jalen that it was absolutely not your fault but you're not going to sell everybody out right I mean that's a part of it I mean I'm just saying that in terms of it's always something that I find it's, it's just the offensive world. I find no matter what happens, if 
the DB makes a good player, does PI, this I feel like the DB's talked about negatively and all oh, he panicked and he did this. And then when he covers a good receiver and the ball's overthrown or it's not a good ball, and they say, Oh, well, the quarterback could have put it in a better position. It's like it's always I feel like an excuse or a reason why the corner did something good or didn't do something. It's just like, man, unless you play the position, you don't like you don't really appreciate too much. Like you don't appreciate the position. I feel like it's one of those things where you just think is everything just going to be so perfect. And it's like at the end of the day, we're working backwards trying to cover somebody that we don't know what they're doing and they have help doing it. It's not like I just have to cover somebody and they're the only person that I have to deal with. The quarterback throwing a good ball, and then I also have to go and tackle. I have to set edges, take on pulling linemen. Like, there's a whole lot that goes into that position. Everybody just sees, oh, well, he caught the ball on him. So yep. that's just on him. Like, it's, on nah, him. It's, it's a lot. Jaylen, it's a lot a, that goes into it. That's a great point because you're thinking, like, a lot of people just look at the box score and they're like, oh, a pass deflection. Yeah, he right. had a good game, right. but there was obviously so much more that, that goes into that. And that is speaking of, of performance uh, from, the, from the defensive back position, you know, Bears uh, in the offseason, probably going to address the defensive line. Talk about how, how adding – high-quality talent up front or on the D-line affects your job as a defensive back? I mean, obviously just the disruption. I mean, like I said, playing monkey in the middle with a high-talented wide receiver definitely isn't isn't easy. So, I mean, if there's somebody that can make that make that throw less accurate, make that timing, throw that timing off to where I'm not covering for five and six seconds down the field, that definitely is always helpful, I feel like corners and D linemen are our best friends really on the field. I feel like you have a corner for the D line. If you have a corner that can have somebody pat the ball and not just get the ball out quick and just have matchups on the outside, then that allows them to get back there quicker. And then for us with them getting back there quicker, it allows us not to have to cover so long or not always have to be in the best, best position to make a play on the ball. Hey, Jalen, could we do your quarterback list now? Stop it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Toughest core. Because I was trying to ask him earlier about the, the Lions, and the, I did want to ask about Jared Goff and, and what he seems to be doing. Like It's almost like he's reborn with this team. Is it just a product of him having better talent around him that all of a sudden they see Goff as now not just the guy that was traded out of the Rams, but a guy who could be the, the future quarterback of that franchise? Do, do you think that that is the case? I ain't gonna lie to you, boss. I don't really pay them no mind. Yeah, honestly, that's I'm what I like not, to hear, Jalen. You I don't, got a I list? No, nah, I mean, no. We're talking about a list, or we're talking about Jared Goff. Oh, well, just Jared Goff. So you don't pay any mind to, to Jared Goff? No, not at all. I mean, unless we're playing them and it's somebody, but I mean, he's not somebody that I'm just looking and doing all this studying and just like, no. At the end of the day, there's that. It's just not. It's not that for me. This is um, this has been my favorite Jalen Johnson interview because he sounds like me talking to my friends. But I'm like, don't nobody care about no Jared Goff? No, I don't care no, about these receivers like, out he's, here. He's definitely like a solid quarterback. I'm not gonna. I don't have anything negative right. to no, say no. about him. But I mean, he to me. I mean, I just don't pay pay that no mind. I mean, I just. I mean, I just. So don't. it's not a quarterbacks thing per se. It's just it's the, you need me to mention somebody like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes to really get your attention. To get my attention regarding what Qu- quarterbacks and great Jaylen's, quarterbacks, Jalen's answering these questions the right way. Because <laughs> what not you're saying to you, the quarterback, I'm more I'm not even going to say threatened, but I'm more worried about the receiver. I mean, you can have a good quarterback all you want, but I mean, if the if I'm going to win my matchup, I'm going to win my matchup. So I mean, I'm not like Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah, he's a damn good quarterback. He's he, he's if not the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I feel like through time, he will be one of the best ever. But 
I feel like at the end of the day, you still have to have people to throw the ball to. You still have to have a good scheme. You still have to have a good O-line. So I feel like a lot of those, a lot of the things that go into being a great quarterback, you got to have a good system and a support system around you. So, I mean, even going back to golf, yeah, it's easy to say, well, he got DJ Chark and he got Amon Ross, Stan Brown, who's elevated his game. You have um, Jameson Williams, who's a young upcoming guy. Um, so, I mean, it's like, yeah, but I feel like the O-line is still doing a very good job. I think they have a pro bowler on their O-line. I think the system is still pretty good. It's not anything too complex. Everybody's able to be on the same page, and they have a very good running game. So, I mean, I feel like everything works together. I feel like it's not just about one player. I mean, we even – we just played Josh Allen. There were some times where he looked like the best, and there were some times where he didn't look the best. So, I mean, I'm not threatened by, I feel like, quarterbacks like that. I feel like for me it's more so the offense and the matchups. See, that's very insightful. See, Gabe, I bet you didn't know that. I did. He's thinking about, he's not thinking about the quarterback, and I did not realize that. Got his matchup. Got to handle yeah. business. Yeah. Talking to Jalen Johnson here on 670 The Score. Uh, Jalen, before I let you go, you, you uh, are you paying attention to this Penn State Utah game right now? I mean, currently, no, I had to step away from the TV. <laughs> that's our favorite. Well, we appreciate that, Jalen. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, I was, though. I was. The down. Did you score? They're down 14 7 right now, yeah. Penn State's okay. up, so still got a, still got a whole second half to go. Utah's look good this year. Nice little win in the championship game. Yeah. They look good this year. Oh yeah, yeah no, they they had their, they had their moments. They definitely, I feel like, has uncharacteristic losses. But hey, I mean, we're in the Rose Bowl. We beat a very good USC team in the Pac-12 championship, so we backed it back in that. So I mean, we gotta get this W to really to really cement our name for sure. I like it. All right, well, we'll be watching the rest of the game. I know you will be too, Jalen. Happy New Year, and thanks for making some time for us today on the score. Uh, no problem. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, man. Jalen Johnson of the Chicago Bears hanging out with us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.